Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Thank you, Mike Rome, and hello, everybody. This is the Wrestling Journal Podcast brought to you part by WrestleBuzz. I am your host, the professional NJ3. I'm back with the boys on a Friday evening. Um, he looks as cool as the other side of the pill, the way he's laying on the couch. Nikki Noodles, how are you this evening, pal? I am good, bro. I am good. How are you guys? We're doing it, man. We're doing it. The boys are being flexible with me. And speaking of being flexible, the Iron Man of, of, the, of the Wrestling Journal podcast, Bad News Tom Canale. Good evening, my friend. Good evening, everybody. What's going on? What's going on is uh, nothing too much, you know, uh, about to talk some wrestling with the boys. Uh, we're missing Joseph Crush, so let me address the elephant in the room. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> our, no, I would listen. I, I can't. I can't knock it. Right? He's, he's trying no, to be I'm a good father, good. so only but respect. <laughs> but uh, Joey will be missing for some episodes um, for the immediate future. Um, he has been suspended indefinitely for comments that he's made on Twitter that have been resurfaced. Um, he is not PG, and in in this environment, we like to be very PG. We like to be very politically correct. And Joey's made some very bad comments. So, right now, the board of directors of the uh, of WrestleBuzz have chosen to hold him back. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Joey right three now votes, is three votes uh, zero. <laughs> three votes to zero. Uh, Joey right now is uh, is is being a good uh, a good father to his daughter. It is tax season for you accountants out there, uh, Tommy, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. Joey has been stepping in on weekends to support his, um, oh, so wonderful wife and, and beautiful baby girl. So in the meantime, the three of us will hold it down for, uh, for the podcast. And I couldn't be more excited to do this with you guys. I had a blast last time. Let's just do it again. So it is episode 92 of the wrestling journal podcast, um, social media. So let's talk about it. We got them. Um, at Russell Buzz on Twitter with three Z's, at Russell Buzz on Instagram, at Russell Buzz on Facebook, at Russell Buzz on TikTok. Um, where can you find us? You can download us where anywhere where podcasts can be downloaded. Um, just search uh, the Wrestling Journal podcast, we will pop up. Um, you can ask your smart speaker, hey, Alexa, play the latest episode of the Wrestling Journal podcast, and she will do so. Um, please leave, you know, please leave a review. It only helps us with the algorithm. It helps us be searched. Um, it helps us kind of move forward and, and do what we're trying to do. So we appreciate any good reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, Nick, got to pay some sponsors, right? Got to keep the lights on. Always, always. It, this isn't just motel. On. This ain't like just motel, motel six. six. Well, I mean, we want to be, but we got no one. We got no one, you know, uh, staying at the at the Wrestling Journal Podcast Hotel. So, with that being said. Nerd focus. It is that energy think drink that gets us through our days, gets us through our evening, and it's helped us getting through tonight's episode. And where can you, you know, where can you buy it? Listen, they ship it right directly to you, unless you're in New Jersey or Texas. If you're not, you can order right from their website. The way you do it is go to our link tree in our social media bios. With using that link, it does help support us. So we do appreciate that. And in supporting us, we want to support you. Um, as always, use the code ND20 at checkout and get 20% off your entire order. If you order two or more, you get free shipping. Um, not only that, we had such a great time with 50% off last week. Let's do it again. Use the code Ooh. YES50 at checkout. Wow. Buy one, right. get one 50% off. Buy two, Big get saving. free shipping. I mean, dude, <laughs> dude, we're talking about $1.75 an energy drink, almost. $1.80 an right. energy drink. Where, where are you getting that? We're getting good quality Nowhere. for that price. Nowhere. Nowhere is right, boys. Um, paper champion. That's all I'm going to say about that. I did. (laughs) I've never been more embarrassed. These reminds me, Nick will tell you sometimes about me being embarrassed. doesn't happen often, but sometimes it does happen. Um, I'm a go for broke kind of softball player, right? Played baseball growing up, had a great time doing it. Uh, More of a pitcher than a hitter. Um, But when it came to softball, you know, I got, I got that, I got that nice uppercut swing. But when you go for broke, you strike out sometimes. Nick knows. I've done it a couple of times. I've been, I was more embarrassed what I put together as a performance this past weekend than any time I've ever struck out with actual stakes on the line. 
That's how bad it was for me. I will leave it right there. Tommy, it was a tough weekend for you. <laughs> it was a tough weekend for me. I am in second place for the first time. Uh, Joey wanted me to cut a God mode, God mode promo. If I won, I'm, I'm afraid that I might drop out of the, out of the top two standings, how bad I performed. But uh, Tommy, I'm getting fired. Yeah. <laughs> For real. <laughs> as bad as you did, I did even worse. I oh completely, my God. I completely <laughs> shit the bed in the Royal Rumble. Horrible. I'm embarrassed. I didn't want I didn't want to check when because I knew I did shit. I think I got one match right. I completely oh screwed up. I, I screwed up the bonus questions, and we know in pay-per-views he takes point a lot of points away from that. Yeah. So that's what screwed me up, man. It just oh man. I, I think I dropped into the goddamn toilet bowl championship. I don't even think I'm in a Champion, I ain't built anymore. It's so embarrassing. Tommy, it was a 24-7 contender, Tommy. I got more 24-7 champion now. Yeah, it might it might be it might be Divas title for us, and that title's been retired. That's how bad you better pick up bad bunny immediately. Yeah, Yeah, for real. Dude, I I mean listen, the best thing I love about fantasy wrestling that that Eric does, uh paper, you know, the paper champion. Um, it is fantasy wrestling run right, but what's cool about it is you're never out of it, right? You just need a pay-per-view. You just need a couple of things and you can jump in the standings. That's the best part about it, right? You know, sometimes in regular fantasy football or baseball that sometimes if you have a hard, if you have a slow start, you're never coming back. I have been dominating the entire year. I am now about 200 plus points behind at this point. And wow. I've been having a commanding lead. That's how it can change <laughs> on a dime. That's what happened to take your foot off the gas pedal, pal. Yeah, you know what? I did. I got cocky (laughs) and I I got shown what's up. Uh, But speaking about showing what's up before we get into it, um, obviously, you know, we do have some merchandise. We have a shirt out there. Um, Where can you find it? Pro Wrestling Tees forward slash Wrestle Buzz. It is a beautiful black shirt. You can get it. Um, You can get like an athletic fit. You can get a regular T-shirt. It's the beautiful Wrestle Buzz logo on the front and the Wrestle Buzz logo on the back. I know Joey's out there working hard trying to get our personal T-shirts. There is another Wrestle Buzz shirt coming. And like I teased last week, it is too sweet. So, Joey, please um, on social media, help your boy out and maybe give a tease or give like a little spoiler alert on what, you know, we got everyone, what we got for everyone working in the uh, in the works, I meant to say. Behind the scenes. Oh, behind the scenes. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, speaking of behind the scenes, let's go outside the ring. Nick, Shane McMahon, behind the scenes. Oh boy, Shane okay. O'Mac. Let me, let me set the table, and I definitely want to hear from yeah, both of you guys. Yeah, please do. <laughs> so, you know, uh, reports came out this week after the Rumble that Shane McMahon is no longer with WWE. And yes, Shane McMahon is no longer with WWE. It sounds well, as cr- it, it sounds as crazy as uh, as it really is. Um, Nick, the rumor is that he came back for Rumble. He took a spot from one of the guys. He was trying to overproduce in the back to get himself over this again. This is what this is what we're being told. Um, with what we're being told that he was doing what he was doing backstage, that he was like almost unworkable, that the guys that he worked in the ring with, the Kevin Owens, the Otis's, didn't even like know what to do with the guy. Um, now that he's gone, what, I mean, dude, he's the son of Vince McMahon. Like, I know he's left before, but this is weird now. What do you think? How do you feel about this? Uh, I don't feel very good about it. That's a damn sure. Um, it's very hard to like really like fathom those types of reports with the with the information that's being uh, portrayed to us as him being very difficult to work with and a real real kind of like an asshole backstage. It never struck me like that to be that type of guy ever in a million years for him to try to pull a stunt like that. Um, it is kind of mind blowing. Very very sad. You know, obviously a legend, um, son of the owner of the company. I mean, a lot of a lot of weird circumstances here. But maybe he was trying to get fired with everything else going on <laughs> dude i mean vince mcmahon has done some crazy stuff i mean he's hooked up with other women in front of his wife before he fired his son he's completely thrown out what his son-in-law has done in nxt what won't he do what yeah, won't clear, vince mcmahon do? Stomp, stomping on the family but you know what to be honest i mean if the reports are true and what he's speaking because when i saw shane mcmahon and we're gonna and tommy i definitely wanted your opinion when i saw shane at the rumble i'm thinking in my head Shane's going to fight Austin Theory at, at, at WrestleMania, right? Yeah, because Vince pumped. can't wrestle. Why not have Shane go against his father, have a cool little storyline with that, right? Say he hijacked the Rumble. He took a spot from somebody. Vince is pissed about this and run a program with Austin Theory. Uh, would have been awesome. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I thought that would and, be and, cool. and really, really blossom him into, into some stardom here because he's got all exactly. the potential in the world. 
Exactly. Tommy, I mean, this is, this is crazy news, right? Like, what do you think about this? How do you feel? Is this true to you? Can you really, is, I mean, we know if you're a McMahon, you have an ego, right? We know that, but this is, this is a pretty, this is a wild story. Yeah. I, yeah. As Noodle said, never in a million years where I think he pulled something like this. I mean, all the stories you heard from wrestlers back in the day, they always considered him like one of the boys, even though he was the boss's son and everything. They always said he always put his body on the line. He always did like those crazy spots, you know, jumping off this, falling off that. And they all respect him for it. And for him, for him to come in and do something like this, I don't know. It just seems kind of off. Like, who knows? Maybe he wanted to leave. Maybe that maybe the last two years have really soured him, you know, with everything going on. Maybe he just had enough of it. And this is, you know what? Let me do this and maybe I'll get fired or whatever, let go, whatever. But it's just very odd. I mean, and he's not he's not a young guy anymore. I think he's in his 50s. So, I mean, maybe he's, I think he's 52. So, yeah. yeah. So it's probably taking a toll on him. So who knows? But I mean, just for him to act like that, I don't know. Just just seems wacky to me. But the last two years in WWE, we've seen a lot of wacky shit happen. And we talk about it every week. So, I mean, just very odd and. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll come back, but if it's true, but who knows at this point? Everyone seems to have a breaking point at some point, right? Yeah, so exactly. Maybe, yeah. maybe he just hit his and he was just tired of all the crap. Yeah, I mean, only thing I can think of. <clears throat> Jerry, how do you feel? I mean, listen, it's a strange world that we're living in in WWE times, to be honest. I mean, they're releasing people, they're putting on a crappier product, but they're making money hand over fist. Um, I know money. we're not I just know. talking like making money. There's a difference between no. making money and generating revenue yeah joey shared this in the group chat i'll go over this with you guys so wwe's revenue for the last four years 2018 now this is revenue obviously we're not saying this is take-home pay revenue yeah 2018 930 million okay pre-pandemic makes sense right i think nick we we're at the wrong we we're at the we we're at wrestlemania maybe in 2018 or 2019 i think it was 2018 if we were at we were at yeah, um, wrestlemania excuse me. 2019 950 million Okay, twenty million more. Hey, nothing to sneeze about. Twenty twenty pandemic year, pandemic year when things weren't like really open, and in the beginning of it, it was fucking weird. Nine hundred and seventy four million dollars. Okay, no fans in seats. Pandemic year, twenty twenty one. All the releases, the watered down roster, the watered down storylines. NXT gone. One point one billion dollars. See, how does this make any sense? I don't know, boys. Like, this doesn't make sense to me. You, you put on a subpar product. You have legit competition in terms of there's an alternative. And Nick, I, I want to be careful when I say competition because I know what you mean. I know you're going to try to jump down my throat. When I say competition, I said there's an alternative. I didn't say they're going to beat them, but there is something else to watch, right? Yeah. But they're still making money. And they're doing wrong by the fans, but they're still making money. Vince is a shrewd businessman. But to fire your son. Businessmen have bottom lines. They do. And to fire your son, it's almost like releasing another superstar. I don't think it's going to hurt them. I don't think. Are you asking me? What do I think? I don't think it's going to hurt them. Clearly, Clearly, he just doesn't care anymore. I mean, at the end of the day, they're, they're generating all this revenue and all this, you know, uh, news with, you know, with, um, you know, Peacock and all these different network, all these different platforms that they've they've engaged in has not impacted them not one bit. It's only enhanced them. It's an only enhanced them. Mm-hmm. Right. Think about what and, what what could ha- what could happen if they actually put some emphasis back into the product again. My goodness gracious. Go from one point one to maybe one point five. Listen to this, right? Here's some more revenue. I don't know if you guys knew this or not. I don't have the full story in front of me. But I was reading it. Um, WWE has partnered up with Disney. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are some parts. Um, that don't have WWE Network because remember WWE Network is still a thing in some areas of the uh, some areas of the world. Yeah, um, yeah. Some areas don't have Peacock or the network. They're actually going to be able to stream. And as of I believe it was Royal Rumble on Disney Plus that offer stars as like another alternative to their package. They're going to actually be able to watch wrestling, WWE wrestling, being a Disney Plus subscriber. Which means how much was that deal? Or revenue. I don't, I don't know the numbers behind it. And listen, if anyone out there, tweet us at WrestleBuzz or, or yeah. Instagram us, DM us, anything, if you have that information. But all I do know is that Peacock I believe it's a billion. Peacock was a billion. Jeez, I believe, man, that's, I believe that's that in Indonesia, 
I think is one of the territories um, or one of the places, excuse me, I hope I get that correct. If not, you know, jump down my throat. It's fine. Um, is going to be one of the Disney plus people that's providing. So that isn't that crazy that now they have another partnership on streaming with Disney plus Peacock. That 1.1 is going to go up to maybe 1.3 this year. Oh yeah. It's just, it's just fascinating. Like, you know, no matter how bad the product might be here or how we view it, you know, in, in negative light, they still do enough good things that obviously keep guys like us <laughs> keep going and, and uh, entertained. But at the same time, you got to really appreciate the worldwide global impact that wrestling really has, particularly WWE and what Vince McMahon has created throughout the world. It's pretty wild. Ain't that the truth. And you got to give a little credit where credit's due. I guess so, man. A, a watered down product, a lessening of a roster, rehash, rehashing of storylines, rewatching the same match over and over again. People are still paying the big bucks, so yeah. It's a, and it's and a now crazy with all the firings, they, they've turned they've turned that revenue into profits. And that's a big word. <laughs> yeah, big word. <laughs> um, listen, I want to hear some re- reactions to Royal Rumble, Tommy. Highs and mm-hmm. lows of the show. Rumble was interesting this year. We mm-hmm. we said it before early in the show. Paper Champion was not friendly to either of us, but the <laughs> show itself did go on. With the mm-hmm. show going on, Tommy. What you know? Give me some reactions to Royal Rumble highs and lows. What uh, what stuck out to you? What was a great moment? What was a moment that eh, wasn't so much? I mean, the high moment had to be the Roman Seth match and Seth coming out to hearing the Shield theme song again, coming on the Shield garb, whatever you want to call it, man. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It was awesome hearing that music again and the match itself. I mean, those two put on. I think the match of the night, just absolutely great. You know, going back and forth. At first, you know, set that the upper hand and, you know, obviously Roman got the upper hand and just the whole thing, like he kept, he speared him and then he was like, he put him in the guillotine and like Seth got the rope and the ref, you know, obviously disqualified Roman and everything. And he just kept, you know, Seth just kept laughing at him and wanted to do the fist bump and all that shit. It was just oh, so good. And then the thing at the end when Roman gets the chair and just beats the hell out of Seth, like Seth did to him years ago when he broke up the shield. <laughs> I mean, that's full storytelling right there. Yeah, I don't know if that was long-term storytelling or they just, you know, stepped in it or whatever, but so good. It was really good. I I hope to see him do it again. I don't know when, you know, obviously they got the matches set for Mania so far, but we'll see what happens after Mania. Well, very good match. Very good opening match for Rumble, which was awesome. My low, I'll probably say, I think the men's Rumble could have been a little better. I don't know. I just felt it could have like, I mean, we didn't get any NXT stars, obviously, weren't involved, which was very surprising. I mean, Cesaro wasn't there. Finn wasn't there. So I was like, okay, you know, they threw in, obviously, they threw in Shane and a couple other guys here and there. But I felt the Rumble could have been a little better for me. Oh, Tommy, I mean, listen, you, you, you definitely laid it out good. I have to agree with you. The mind games that Seth Rollins is playing, he's operating on a different level. Seth Rollins right now is living in like 2023 at this moment, the way he's operating. He showed, first of all, and, and listen, you know, we're, we're pretty good at this. I know that we did a really job picking up at, 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 you know, paper champion, but we're pretty good at predicting some stuff and seeing some stuff. I don't think the three of us are even adding Joey, the four of us would have even predicted. And listen, if you did out there and you predicted this, I mean, listen, Mike, I tip my cat to you, but I didn't see this coming from a mile away. Uh, seeing that shield theme, hearing that, excuse me, that shield theme hit, seeing Seth in the shield garb, like you were saying, was was awesome. That match was fantastic. And I know Nick yeah. will absolutely gloat over this match because he he sits at the table with the tribal chief. He has been. He always acknowledges. <laughs> and there's not many people that he loves in this world, but Seth Rollins is definitely on that list. So I, oh, I you mean, know it. Tommy, I agree <laughs> with you. That match was top notch. Definitely match of the night, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. and I have to I have to agree with you also. I thought the men's rumble was was very, you know, lackluster. Mm-hmm. I get it, right? You let a lot of guys go. There's not a lot of surprise you can do, but we've always this forbidden door. Yeah. We'll get into the women's rumble, right? We'll definitely hit on it because I actually, I actually did enjoy the women's rumble for the most part. Maybe not the finish so much, but I did enjoy the women's rumble. You had Mickey James come. You acknowledged her with her actual impact theme music. Good job. What I hated yeah. so much is on her most recent run is they didn't they gave her her old weird music from back in the day. Her character has evolved. If you want us to evolve with Mickey James as the character, you want us to get behind her and push her. You need to get behind her too. So the fact that she actually came out to her new theme music, the fact that she had the Impact Impact Knockouts Championship with her, and she actually had on her little graphic Impact, you know, Women's Knockouts Champion. Now we're talking. 
but there was nothing forbidden about the men's rubble except for they wanted to forbid us from actually caring about the thing because we didn't see anybody that actually deserved to be in the match or or actually would have got us out of our seats and give us a surprise moment you had aj styles eliminated by nobody the guy who made and, and, the match. and early too pretty early too and that too was like early that was ridiculous. He I understand why. I understand why sometimes you know they they eliminate a, a favorite kind of early because they don't want too much cluttering at the end when you know with a disappointment with a winner that you know maybe the crowd really wasn't behind per se. Um, but yeah, it was still early though. I mean, a guy like that to me, you always got to be in the mix in the final four right at some point. You know, yep, absolutely. You don't know how many rumbles we said it in last week's show. You don't know how many rumbles AJ Styles has left. He's done it all. He has nothing to prove to anybody. He's doing this because he loves doing this. He Take started advantage. off at one too, right? He was the first he one. Was number one, which would have been like really a really cool thing to start at one and win it too. You know what I mean? It would have been awesome. It would have made a hell of a lot of sense. Um, but I'm with you. Um, you know, I, I would definitely want to add to one thing. I don't know if you guys saw this. I didn't like how they presented when when superstars were kind of coming out. Right? They did the clock, the little countdown on Peacock. But for me, at being at home, and we can't see the Titantron, everything is the Titantron, right? And they yeah. were very inconsistent, and they have to sometimes – they hit the music. It took me a second when I realized it was Ronda Rousey's music. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I'm sitting there. I'm engaged in it. I'm watching it. And when I heard it, I'm like, oh, my God. You heard the Ronda crowd Rousey. pop more. Yeah, right. yeah. You heard the crowd pop first before yeah. you hear Why can't before the music you take really your camera? Your right. Why can't you take your camera? Go to Titantron. Give me the give me the five four three two one there, and then put the music and the name on the screen. That's how you'll get a pop and a reaction yeah, a little bit quicker. Sure. It's hard to remember. We watch so many different products. Remember everyone's theme song, past, present, future, whatever. It's hard. So I, I absolutely yeah. hated the fact that they just the way they presented when people were coming out wasn't done. I think in the best manner, um, in my opinion. And the second and uh, listen, everyone loves a Brock party. The second Brock wow. lost that title, we knew he was going to be in the men's rumble, and we knew he was going to win the match. Yep. I'm Brock Lesnar is is been treated differently as he should be, right? He's he's a he's a he's an attraction. Okay, he's a part time attraction. He did not need to win the rumble to be inserted into. We'll get to this on Raw into the elimination chamber match to potentially get his title back against Bobby Lashley. He did not need to win the rumble to do that. And if you want him to fight Roman Reigns, he did not need to win the Rumble to do that. He's Brock Lesnar. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't need <laughs> no, to do. No, listen, I get he doesn't it. Have to I, follow I still the like same it though. Even though I knew he was coming, I liked it. I, I, like I know. <laughs> I know it's cool, but then Nick, the thing is, like, there's no next guy coming. And I don't, I don't know, see and they, but they clearly don't care about that. Really. I know. Yeah, I mean, let's some, be honest about point, it. You know, you know, we got to try to build somebody up. But Nick, listen, give me your highs and lows of the Rumble, man. I want to hear what you got to say about it. Well, I mean, I actually really enjoyed the pay-per-view. Uh, I didn't really find too many lows. Actually, like the AJ Styles early elimination was kind of a, a low for me and getting eliminated by two clowns. Uh, that was a little disturbing. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, obviously, Ronda Rousey returning was a, was a monstrous return, right? I mean, it was teased a little bit as far as, like, uh, some of the spoilers thinking that she may be coming back. But to really see it happen finally after all this time, uh, was a was a huge huge shot in the arm for the especially for the women's division. It's been I mean she's you know re rehashing the same stuff post baby, oh, yeah. which is sick, absolute yeah. beast, and she, she looked great, absolutely great. So it was great to see her back, and I look forward to her smashing Charlotte. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think everyone looks forward to her smashing Charlotte. I mean, we all we can all get on that train. Um, I mean, no, listen, I I mean, and, and listen, you called it last week, right? You said it. If Ron is in the match, she's winning. You were absolutely right. I just again. When I look at the rumble, I look at it as like a uh, as like a catapult for for the next person to, to build to to give someone a real shot to see if they can do it, sink right. or swim type of stuff, which I get 100. percent You needed Liv to win that. You needed Rhea Ripley to win that. You needed someone that you need to get to get relevant again and and become like that next person. Um, and that's why I just felt that Ronda didn't need that because again, she lost at WrestleMania in that triple threat match. Yes, she did get pinned in a fugazi way, but Charlotte never beat her. There's your yeah. storyline. Yeah. Okay. Charlotte, you never beat me for that title. Or, you know what I mean? Like, you never beat me for yeah. the titles. I know that obviously Becky was end up being Becky Two Bells because of how it all kind of shake, you know, it shook out. But, like, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm very old school in that matter, but I get it. 
I love the surprise. I didn't expect it. I definitely didn't call it. I was clearly wrong. So yeah. know, at, the, at the same time though, I, I think we, you know, they, they do run, you know, pretty much the same play by play a year in and year out. And, you know, WrestleMania is a huge attraction and, you know, the big players are still going to get there get their due no matter what happens you know yeah, you got to put butts in seats. unless you unless someone tickets. unless unless somebody you know gets real hot like daniel bryan did that one year where you know he kind of took over the show uh you're not going to see that very often where someone kind of out of the woodworks is gonna yeah. you know pretty much uh jump to the front of the line really you know it doesn't happen that often no it doesn't no it doesn't but speaking speaking of mania boys rumbles in the books we are on the road to wrestlemania the sign is on fire. Okay. <laughs> yeah, almost, literally. Burnt, almost burnt the building down. Always wrestle, no matter what we say about the product, WrestleMania season is always a fun time. It's always exciting because no matter what, casual, diehard, to watch WrestleMania is always, is always a great spectacle. So with that being you're said, tuning in. you're tuning in. With that being said, we saw Bad Bunny show up. All right. <laughs> we saw Ronda Rousey win. Brock Lesnar win. Seth Rollins looks like he's going to get involved in WrestleMania somehow, some way with the Tribal Chief. Chief, maybe. Um, let's. I mean, give me, give me one or two predictions uh, at Tommy that maybe comes to mind after seeing Rumble, after seeing Raw and and whatnot this week. What do you see possibly happening at uh, at Mania, or what would you? What do you see happening, and and do you, do you would you like to see that happen? I mean, obviously, we got you know. Um, Roman and Brock, you know, already booked. We don't know if it's going to be title versus title yet, obviously, because, you know, Brock's got to win an elimination chamber. But I would love to see Seth somehow get involved with that match and kind of bring it back to, uh, was it WrestleMania 31 when he cashed in on, on both of them and he stole the title from, you know, Reigns and Lesnar. And I just think that would be such an awesome triple threat match. That's what I'm kind of hoping for. Okay. That'd be damn cool. Yeah, I think if, if they could somehow figure that out in the next, what is it, eight weeks, I think, till Mania. So I think that'd be very cool. And what else? I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, obviously, we've got Ronda and Charlotte now and everything. Yep, which is, which is confirmed on SmackDown. She yeah. did call out yeah. Charlotte and she did um, tell her that, you know, we kind of saw that coming, I think. Absolutely. You know. and, and now you got Becky and Leader at Elimination Chamber. So I don't know where they're going to go with that. We'll see. Maybe they run it back. I'm going, I'm going Becky Bianca Belair, and I think Bianca's going to get her due, cool. and she's going to be Bianca. I think it makes sense what they're why they're going to do it. I don't think they should do it. Yeah. I think Bianca's yeah. a made woman already, and she's respected, and she can be inserted at any point. But one of my quick predictions is Bianca and Becky will happen at WrestleMania this year, and, right. and Bianca I will get her her 26 seconds. Yeah, I'd be cool with that. Yeah, it was, she was. I mean, she's a beast, though. So, yeah, she definitely earned that. Yeah, Nick, what about you, man? Um, I know, I know you love a Brock party. I know that you'll be there. It might, but, it might not, be, it might not be a popular, you know, a popular opinion or whatever. But well, that's uh, why you, that's why you got to say unification title matches in the past. <laughs> um, but I, I will say to see Brock Roman title for title. Uh, I can't remember a title for title match at, at WrestleMania since WrestleMania six. Uh, Hogan Warrior, right? So, um, it'd be pretty damn cool to have the two biggest titans in the game going at it. So let title me ask you. Title. Let me ask you this. If we go title for title, are we ending the brand split yeah. or are we having a two champions? I mean, having uh, one champion. Two I belts. think per- personally, I think you're ending the brand split just because with all these cuts mm. and everything that's, that's gone on. I just don't, don't see. Do you guys still hear me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, they, I just, they don't have enough wrestlers on the roster, I think. And I think it would just behoove everybody to, um, you know, give everyone a little more play on, on both shows and maybe not have to run the same stuff over and over and over again. You could actually be a little bit more creative and get back to basics. All right. Fair enough. Good stuff. Um, just another piece of news, a couple pieces of news I want to share with everyone listening and you guys. Um, there's rumors that Kurt Angle's confirmed that he confirmed he's returning to WWE for Mania season. So uh, uh, the You Suck Chance will be out and loud, but obviously they're, you know, they're a term of endearment now. So uh, Kurt Angle supposedly going to be back for Mania season. So I'm very interested to see the role he's going to play and who he's going to play with because, you know, he's an Olympian. We have Otis and we have Gable. Um, Olymp- I guess, you know, Olympians, I think it'd be kind of funny. The comedic stuff would be good because I think what Chad Gable is doing with the – Shoosh, it's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, Otis looks like a monster, and I think inserting Kurt Angle into some sort of little thing with them it would be, be kind of it would be, be kind of fun and cool, and I'd be cool with that. I would be I'd be fine with seeing some more milk on the show, the Milk Man. Um, and as of twelve a.m. February second, those who have were cut recently um, will now be free agents, and they can and their no compete clause is up. To name a couple of those people: Carrying mm-hmm. Cross, Keith Lee, Ember Moon. And others from the eleven fourteen release are all are all official free agents. So um, might be seeing a little bit more from those people that we do miss from WWE that we hate to see cut. Yeah. They might they might be getting yeah. some uh, some burn. No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't uh, be too hard for them to find jobs. Absolutely you not. Just, you just you just named a pretty talented uh, batch of people. I'll tell you that a real talented batch of people. Um, speaking of finding jobs and maybe not finding jobs, Brian Kendrick. Okay. He was granted his release from NXT. He was announced for dynamite. Um, and then he was unannounced from dynamite. He was, he was announced to fight John Moxley, which would have been interesting. Um, I think John would have tossed his ass around, which is fine. Oh man. He would have pummeled him. (laughs) But it looks like some unpopular tweets and interview clips surfaced on the internet because you know how the internet does not forget. Mm-hmm. Um, he was immediately pulled from the card, replaced by Wheeler Yuta, and Tony Khan came out and put out a statement saying they're looking into this and they'll investigate this further through their own internal investigation. Um, we see this in Hollywood, we see this in sports, we see this in sports entertainment, and now we see this in what AEW calls professional wrestling. Uh, Nick, you are someone who does not hold back when they have a feeling to say what they feel. So. I know you've put out some tweets before. I know you had to delete your Twitter because they were coming after you. I think it was just probably just Joey on all his burner accounts is coming after you personally. Um, you know, sliding into your DMs. But Nick, this is a this is something, man. I mean, this is this is maybe a maybe one of the more controversial, I guess, things going on in AEW currently right now. How do you uh, what do you think about this? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I mean, it, listen, it's tough, man. We live in a, a tough time these days. Uh, I mean, you are You're, are you being very you PC very, about this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we are we are very very accessible to uh, uh, anybody and anyone at pretty much any moment in time, right? So, uh, you know, if there's uh, there's something there, uh, you know, people people will find it if they want to, and it's you know it's it's tough. I'm not saying I agree with the man by any stretch of the imagination, but it's tough, when, you know, when someone has a you know some moments of weakness or things that happened many many moons ago to really come back and haunt you all these years later it can yeah. it's really it's really tough to have to live your life on on eggshells because nobody's perfect and people who pretend to be you know it's you know it's not a good look it's just hard oh it is it's just hard and tommy he mm-hmm. guess was i guess he wasn't a man with a plan I guess. No, it was not. He should have scrubbed that plan a little bit. Better. Exactly. Yeah, he was doing a plan. He, he went back and got rid of all that shit. But yeah, so not good. Not good. Not good at all. So, you know, listen, I mean, that match, I mean, on on uh, on AEW Dynamite, I thought was actually fantastic. I thought Wheeler Yuta and John Moxley was a banger. Um, I actually enjoyed the hell out of it. So I think that the fans were definitely treated pretty well in that regard. So, um, good stuff. And obviously we're going to get into dynamite a little bit more because we had a lot to talk about with Moxley and punk, but just staying on WWE, let's go to Monday night raw. Tommy, we said it before we were speaking about it. Brock wants title versus title. Mm-hmm. Brock does not have to qualify for the elimination chamber. He's Brock Lesnar. I said it. He don't need to win the rumble. You don't have to qualify or anything. He can do what he wants. Why'd you make him win the rumble? Fine. Whatever. I'll okay. keep that one to myself. But, um, with that being said, it was announced in Saudi. We did have some um, qualifying matches. We have a chamber match. Thomas, I know you. Lo- I know you love star-studded teams. Okay. So um, I was just going to say the Avengers. Yeah. Um, you know the, <laughs> the former, monsters. The monsters. <laughs> um, you know, and, and many and many other great teams. Um, oh my God! Why can't I think? Of, why can't I think of? What the hell? Uh, Justice League. Oh, my God. That took me a second, Tommy. It's, I'm sorry. It's late, bud. Uh, All right. Justice League. You know, I love my Batman. I'm really hitting them, hitting them a little hard here. Actually, you know what? I did have a couple of drinks. It was a good time. Um, Tommy, will, Tommy and I will be there opening night seeing the Batman, so he knows that. I'll be right there next door. But what I'm trying to get at is Brock Lesnar okay, versus champion Bobby Lashley versus Matt Riddle versus Austin Theory versus AJ Styles. Versus Seth freaking Rollins, dude. Wow. What? 
Are you kidding yeah, that's a, me? That's a crazy. <laughs> that's a crazy match right there. All that talent in there. You could might possibly make make the case for the best chamber chamber of all time. It really <laughs> might. No joke. I mean, the chamber's been around what almost twenty years. I mean, that's that match. The talent in that match alone is great. <laughs> I mean, it is it is star studded. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm psyched for it because we have the tease of Brock versus Roman for title versus title. Could they do it? Sure. Will they do it? Maybe. We don't know. Um, you also have Seth Rollins, right? I mean, technically, he was screwed out of a championship. Maybe they do the triple threat. And they put both titles on the line. One of you will win. Well, one of you will leave with all three titles. I mean, with all two titles, one of the three of you. Um, maybe you have AJ Styles win. Maybe you have him take on Edge at Mania. I mean, that's a dream match. A lot, of possibilities, so. a, lot of, a lot of possibilities, Tommy. So I know it's star-studded. We're not going to book it yet because we need. To, I think we need to see a little bit more because, you know, again, we didn't do too well this uh, this past weekend. Yeah, but no. yeah. in, a, in, in a perfect world with this chamber, with these participants, who do you want to win? Who do you think is going to win? Just well, without having yeah. too much information, obviously. Yeah. I think Brock's going to win. you're not going to lose points. You're not going to lose points in my, in my yeah. eyes. I think Brock. I think Brock wins. You know, sets up that match with Roman. But I mean, I love to see AJ win it. I mean, I like to see all these guys win it. I would not have an issue with any of them winning this match and winning the title. I think it'd be freaking awesome to see all these guys. You know, win. Obviously, AJ's had it before. Seth, obviously, but see Riddle with it. See freaking Theory with it. I mean, how? I mean, they've been you know grooming Theory for this. You know, this spot and everything. I think it'd be awesome to see. So, but obviously, I think Rock wins it all. But any one of those guys, man, win it. I think that'd be very cool. All right. I mean, listen, it's going to be star side. It's going to be fun. I am definitely looking forward to that match because that's going to have a lot of moments. Um, there was a, another legend that did return on Monday. Uh, Nick, I know you were very extreme. I know you used to have the parachute pants when you were younger. I think Louis one time showed me you had one of those shirts that had all the hose in it, like cut out. Um, you know, I know you're a big Hardy Boys fan, right? Matt Hardy was your guy, bro. Matt Hardy was, was my guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hated him then in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lita returned to Raw. Um, really yeah. cool to see her music hit after we had a Ronda Rousey sighting. Um, I wasn't too, I wasn't a big fan of how Ronda, you know, handled herself or how she was portrayed on Raw. So we're going to leave that there because we'll, we'll circle back to Ronda when it comes to SmackDown. But uh, Lita came out. And pretty much said, hey, Becky, you know, you accept challenges. You want challenges. What about me? Chamber, me and you. And Becky's all riled up. Nick, you know about being riled up, right? <laughs> oh, it doesn't take much. It don't take much to rile you up, pal. <laughs> we have Lita, big time Bex, Chamber. This is kind of a dream match. Yeah, it is. This is this is a great one, to be honest. And it was, you know, listen, Lita looks great, right? She looks like she can still move around. She said she's got one more little run in her. Why not, right? I mean, it's it's great to see you know the one of the main players of female wrestlers, uh, you know, kind of come back and get involved with the new era. Um, it's kind of like a passing the torch kind of moment, and it's great to see it. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think two women who, when they first kind of debuted and came up at both of their separate times, obviously, you didn't think they would they would, I guess. Um, you know, rise up to blossom, blossom into what they became, man. Absolutely. Right. Le like it wasn't supposed to be Lita. It wasn't supposed to be Becky, but it ended up being both of them. Yeah. Really at a different time. Very, sim very similar paths in different times. I agree. And I think that this is a, this is going to be a really cool one. And I hope we do get a, like a little run with Lita because to be quite honest, I don't really remember her last run that she kind of like went out. I feel like, you know, we had some matches here and there, and then she was, you know, maybe she got hurt. I, again, it's been a long time, obviously. Yeah, and I'm having years. a hard time remembering it. Too. But also, you know, the real-life trauma with Edge and Hardy really didn't help that situation either. So. For sure. For sure. She had, obviously, her real life and wrestling life kind of very intertwined. So it's kind of cool to see her come back. I think she looks great. Um, mm -hmm. Nick, you said it. She's moving good. I mean, Lita, big-time Bex, sign me up. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think she's being big-time Bex, but... You don't have to win matches to look good. I know you're a stats guy, Nick. I know. No. Listen, yeah, but there's a there's a fine line between you know stats when you're you know making a big run, and then there's stats for those stats don't matter when a legend returns to give you something that you could feel the nostalgia or you know all those great things that come along with it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, for sure, for sure. Um, let's go to NXT. So 
no, Joey's kind enough now. I know that he's not on the show with us, but he gave me some notes and I appreciate that because my weeks are busy, but um, I don't know. He still wants to kind of <laughs> give notes part of the show. <laughs> I like, I like kind of going by notes. It's hard to remember everything, right? I'm a couple of drinks in right now. So I'm trying to do the best that I can. Um, he left me a couple notes. Um, he left me one note and he put a kissy face on it. I'm going to make mention of it and I'm going to tell him to go, uh, go kick rocks. Uh, um, Gacy demolishes, he writes and capitalizes demolishes and he spells it right. <laughs> Which I think is kind of a big that's, word that's, for that's, Joey's that's, vocabulary. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> demolishes Joe Gacy, demolishes LA Knight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any day, any week, any moment, <laughs> LA Knight will out wrestle Joe Gacy with his eyes closed. Okay. You have that son of a bitch. All right. On the outside, Nick's boy. Grayson Waller and his new, first of all, his muscle looks huge, by the way. I don't know if it's the way that that suit fit on him. No, but he he's, looked like he a legit big. monster. Get involved with my guy, LA Knight. All right, Joey, that was your two minutes that I gave you. I hope you enjoyed it. It was BS. They fight again. LA Knight wins all, every time. Okay. All right. Um, we had Imperium uh, go over Diamond Mine, and I thought it was really funny. The crowd was very much reminding us that that is not Gunther. His no. name is Walter. And we will chant it <laughs> and we'll continue to chant it because you treated us like we're stupid. So now we're going to make you feel stupid. Good job. NXT universe. I appreciate that. Um, we had Braun Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa team up, take on Legato Del Fantasma, um, which I thought was a decent match. Um, we had yeah, Braun solid. and Ciampa go over and it looks like um, Santos Escobar is up next for Braun Breaker. Um, but Ciampa doesn't seem like he's going away. So, you know, I think there could be a little bit of the three of them kind of getting involved. Maybe we have a, we have a three-way, you know, triple threat match. You never know. Maybe we have a one-on-one champ. gets, you know, cost something gets inserted at a later point, but uh, I'm okay with Braun Breaker taking on uh, someone like Escobar. I think Escobar is a really good season wrestler. I think it'll bring out the best of Braun Breaker. Braun looks to part. He just needs to keep doing what he's doing. Sometimes you just got to kind of just build, build that, um, that repertoire in the ring. And uh-huh. San Antonio has a good track record too, so it's not like yeah. he's, uh, you know, he's going to squash and somebody. It's a legitimate contender, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nick, I think you'll appreciate this because I know you like this kind of humor. Um, so Mandy Rose, obviously, um, was being harassed. What's not? What's not show. Love? No, there's really <laughs> you're damn right about that. Can't argue that. Um, was being harassed all night by by Kaylee Ray, right? Yeah. Um, where she then abducted. GG and JC, which I hope we found them. Nick, did you find them? Because if not, let's go find them. Um, I mean, there's a few places I think they could be. <laughs> um, they're always in your heart and on your mind. That's for sure. Um, well, with that being said, um, it looked like, you know, Kaylee Ray was, you know, chasing um, Mandy around, you know, the whole arena where it looked like <laughs> the tag team of Malik Blade and um, his other, his name is for is uh, escaping me. Damn. You shouldn't have had that extra. I, um, I know, I know, I know, I know his name. It's like I can't pronounce it though. It's like, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, so they're in the back. They're like saying, "All right, well, listen, what would happen if Mandy Rose just popped out of nowhere and just kind of just just appear? What'd you say to her?" And guess what? She fell on his lap. And mm. when Mandy Rose sits on your lap, you need a minute before you get up. So I appreciate that humor, <laughs> Nick. I know that's your kind of humor that you like. So of I thought you get a kick Love out it. of it. But absolutely. Listen, I'll say this about NXT 2.0. Um, they got a long road ahead of them. A long road. Certain moments were good. Certain moments still building, work in progress. Um, listen, we report on this. We're always going to continue reporting. I'm always going to watch it. But they have a lot to prove to me. So we'll see. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, at the end of the day, right? I mean, the, ex- the bar was set so high by NXT. And... To really scale back, temper your expectations, and to pretty much erase everything that was done for the last five or six years is a really hard thing for, to do when you love something so much. Yep. For sure. Absolutely. Um, it's that time of the show, boys. It's uh, it's Joe Money time. All right? And, you know, I know that, you know, here comes the money is Shane McMahon's theme song. I know it's now there goes the money. But Joe Money, <laughs> what do you got for us? Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Hey guys, it's Joe Money. And it's time for my question of the week. The question of the week this week is You have the offseason, like baseball and football, 
hockey, and you could have uh, trades. So let's say this. Vince and Khan, they say, listen, we're going to trade you two people or two of your guys. Who do you want and who are we taking? Who are you guys giving up? What trade would you like to see happen between the two companies? Would you like to see Chris Jericho come back? Would you like to see CM Punk come back? Would you like to see MJF come back? Who are you sending over for those guys? It's got to be equal value. It can't be a bullshit trade. It's got to be fair on all sides. It's got to be worth everybody's penny for them to make a trade. So what are you guys thinking? Who are you trading? Who's coming? Can't wait to hear you guys' answer. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Time and fun, I can't just tell I'm 60. So what am I supposed to do? Roll it through. Set it back in them pockets, sell I'm stacking hole in two. Ching, ching, bling, bling, catching cash and lump. All righty. Tommy, mm-hmm. Joe Money. Good question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. It's hard, right? It makes you think a little bit. Yeah. What do you uh what do you think? Uh oh, geez. It is tough. I mean, I've been racking my brain with it all day, but I mean, the trade, like you said, trade, what, what was it, two guys? Well, just one guy? Yeah, one, two guys, one right? guy, but you know what? For the point of making this a little bit easy, I'm just going to go one for one, right? I'm going to say both salaries are the same, right, in sports. No no picks, all right? No draft picks. Let's just go one for one, <laughs> nice and easy. Let's not add any top protected 14 or, yeah. you know, yeah. future, you know, whatever. Let's go one for one. Who would you trade from what company and why? I mean... I mean, going for heel, for heel, I think I would do Roman for MJF. I mean, the two best heels in the company, man. I think I would do that. Could AEW survive if Roman Reigns walked in the building? I don't know. WWE would get fleeced on that one. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know, just straight up, you know, I don't know. I just think because obviously – we we would say an MJF's definitely the future of that company. You know, who knows? He might jump ship WWE in three or two years, whatever it is. But just the whole heel heel persona. I mean, how great Roman's been for the last year or so. How great MJ M, M, MJF's been the whole time in AEW with everything. I just straight up, I think that I think that'd be a good trade. Listen, um, I hear you. I definitely agree. I mean, talk about talk about heel for heel. Um, I do think that uh, Roman Reigns ahead of the table, you might need to throw a couple sweetening sweetening picks in that in that trade. Even though I don't oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, obviously, <laughs> MJF doesn't have the championships, but yeah. But I don't know. I just, just I, I, know. I, just I got you. I got you. I love it. Uh, Nick, you're a big sports guy. You sleep, eat, oh, read man. sports. <laughs> one for one, two for two, maybe a tag team. Would you? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Would you send the Usos over there for the Young Bucks? You know, what do you what are you thinking? <laughs> Would you trade? And and it's not gonna be AEW. It could be. I don't know. That's not. That's not a bad deal, actually. That you. I know it's not up. a bad deal. I said you up, man. Deal. I loved you. I loved you a nice one, man. I made poor Tommy have to think so hard, but he's he's so smart. I I I want I want I want CM Punk traded back over so he can get his ass beat. That's what I really want. That's, so <laughs> you? honestly, you could trade any, you anyone to bring him back over. Okay, <laughs> anyone, not even not even given like a a player to be there, named. Later. There's unpaid. There's there's unpaid unpaid dues that that man's owed. Cash considerations, maybe. I mean, yeah. cash considerations. <laughs> um. I'm going to give you one. I'm going to go women's division for this one. I think you guys will like this one, especially you, Nick. You'll love this one. I'm going Charlotte. I'm going Charlotte DMD straight up. Oh, that's a great trade because I can't can't wait to get rid of Charlotte. (laughs) Right. I think what Charlotte, I got to tip my hat to Charlotte, right? She is, she is great in the ring, but I'm just tired. She's the, she's she's the best wrestler on the planet. I'm just tired of her. (laughs) I want this version of DMD uncensored as she is in WWE running programs. With some with some of the women in WWE, I think that would be fantastic. Oh my yeah. god, mm. DMD Becky, you know Britt Baker, Bailey, Britt Baker, Sasha Banks, dude, Britt Baker, Bianca Belair. I mean, yeah. you know, shoot, I would kill for that. And I think that you know AEW would do pretty well. I think it's a pretty fair trade. Charlotte brings a lot of star power. She elevates. Um, that would be my trade. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah, that's a good um, one. I like that. 
Yeah, man. Hey, listen, this ain't my first rodeo, Nick. I may not make good trades in fantasy, as you know. I don't know how to make any trades in fantasy. Uh, yeah, you've, fantasy football. You've been hitting, I'm very hitting bad at for the last couple of years. Yeah, I haven't won a championship in a long time. I get, I'm on a yeah, I'm on a drought, man. This is not good. I hang, I hang with Joey too much. You might as well future endeavor me. Um, all right, boys, let's get into dynamite. Uh, getting towards the end of the show, Moxley Bryant. Interesting, right? We said it earlier that. You know, uh, Brian Kendrick's going to fight Moxley. Ended up being Wheeler Yuta. I thought it was a good match. After the match, um, Daniel uh, Brian Danielson came into the ring and cut this promo about they shouldn't go one-on-one per se. They should team up. They're cut from the same cloth. They're the same type of wrestler. And if you put the two of them together, they're unstoppable. Not only that, if you team them up with younger talent... That's the grooming that they need, not the way it's been groomed. Tommy, I mean, mm-hmm. this is an interesting proposal, right? I We thought, at least I think we all thought, Mox Bryan, one-on-one, yes. Mox Bryan, Mox Bryan, team up? Is this the team that we didn't think we needed, but we actually do need? I mean, it definitely would be interesting, being that, you know, Mox has the whole loner thing, you know what I mean? Kind of doesn't trust anybody type of thing, but it would be, it definitely would be interesting to see. I mean, obviously they have their history when they were both with WWE and everything, but I wouldn't mind it to see, you know, see what, see where they go with it. You know, it says he wants to get rid of all the bullshit, whatever the hell he said, you know, at AEW. So to see the two of them team up, I, I wouldn't hate it. I definitely would like to see. So we'll see what happens. Definitely, definitely could see what happens. So I wonder what's going to happen, but I guess we'll have to stay tuned to find out. Terrible. Um, terrible. 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 You just don't Terrible. like it. All right. Terrible. Well, Nick, let me give you something that you actually might, you actually really would like. <laughs> I'm going to give you three initials, and it's not DMD. It's P V Z. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. What I'm referring to is that, and actually, I, I appreciated this exchange. Dan Lambert. Um, but Dan Lambert's Brandon. funny, dude. Dan Lambert is is he's all right, man. I'm I'm a fan. He's all right in your books. I know you like him. <laughs> yeah, I know he's growing on you. I know that. Dan Lambert and Brandy Rhodes had a very interesting exchange. What I think is really funny is that Brandy wants to be a heel, is a heel. Her husband is dying to stay a face, but we want to see him turn heel. So it's just very funny that you know you know um, husband and wife are just on different, I guess, roads. Pun intended. Uh-huh. Um, um, but we had a pretty cool exchange, right? I mean, listen, Dan Lambert called her out. He said that you suck. He said <laughs> that, you know, those bulldogs on your chest are fake, just as fake as your, you know, whatever, your husband, whatever she was, whatever he was saying. But he was hitting some. How you're want to be Stephanie McMahon. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's he was hitting some good ones. <laughs> and of course, you know, Brandy's got to slap him, right? Every, every segment like that, you got to get a little slap. Of course. But, you know, Lambert's a gentleman. He's not going to hit her back. But he's got reinforcements in the one and only Paige Van Zandt. Nick, mm. I know you weren't expecting to see her, but I know when you did, you said, <laughs> okay, let's do this thing. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, uh, listen, she's a mixed martial artist, right? Yes. You know, listen, she's, an girl, she's everything. Right. <laughs> she, she, sometimes it takes time to translate to the, the ring, but you do have that kind of like that fighting in you. Brandy Rhodes, no, sure. Rhodes is no Britt Baker or Charlotte Flair, you know, but she can hold her own in the ring. Looks like we're kind of we're going to be heading towards a Paige Van Zandt Brandy Rhodes match. Do you like that? Is that cool? Yeah, I'm cool with it for sure. Um, okay. You know, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of Brandy or whatever, but, you know, seeing Paige Van Zandt get involved and, you know, with the MMA background, but also really enhance that division and bring a little bit more star power to AEW, you know, people that are kind of you know, outside the realm of, you know, WWE outcasts per se, right? Or, you know, um, people who jump ship. This is an opportunity for have someone new, fresh, that has their own cloud outside of wrestling. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, you're bringing a big name, right? You're bringing, you know, casual fans, fans that just like her or just like mixed martial arts. And I think why not, right? Why not? You have nothing to lose by doing it. You know what I mean? Nothing. You have nothing to lose. Right, Brandy's not holding up a women's division. Paige isn't holding up a women's division. That, that that's still going on. As and then that's saying and, and Paige, and as much as I, I enjoy Paige, she's not she's not Ronda. You know what I mean? So it's like, right? It's not you know you're not making that type of statement, but at the same time, you're still being able to at least maybe bring in a new new fan base, new audience, you know, and also maybe bring in a new star. Maybe that's what she wants to do going forward. Can't maybe. fight like that forever. 
Yeah. No, maybe it is. And maybe this is this is their response to Ronda Rousey returning. It's just mm-hmm. coincidental. You know, it's she not, came not, back not, on a Sunday. Not a bad option. And Paige is here <laughs> on a Wednesday. So listen, at the end of the day, they both pay attention to each other's product. But I, I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. I think it'd be Absolutely kind of fun. Not. But uh, let's go to the main event, boys. They've been teasing this for a long time. They have given verbal jabs. They have talked about each other's mamas. They have talked about <laughs> anything you can talk about. MJF, CM Punk. And when I was watching it, it was like at the hour and like 25 minute mark. And they started the match. I'm like, yo, are they going to go like 35, 40 minutes? And they legit went like 35 minutes. Um, I have to think this is probably MJF's longest match in AEW. And I think it was maybe his best match in AEW, in my opinion. Um, I thought they did a great job with the storytelling. Um, you know, MJF plays such a heel. He had the pinstripes on. You know, pretty much like um, what, you know, CM Punk did when he took on John Cena. Um, you know, I just, I love that. I love little details. I love when they pay attention to things. You know, MJF played the perfect heel. I thought Punk did a good job getting his ass beat most of the match, having his moments, getting the crowd behind him. The match was in Chicago, obviously CM Punk's hometown. Um, I know that MJF, you know, he kind of, you know, I guess you can say choked out Punk. They restarted the match and then he actually beat Punk with a little bit of help from Wardlow. A, a Wardlow that didn't seem like he wanted to help, but he ended up helping, giving him the dynamite diamond ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom, I mean, mm-hmm. this is Punk's first loss. Okay? Yes. Um, you know, he was undefeated, as many of the big names usually that come there stay undefeated for a while. This is his first loss. MJF, I think, personally needed this win more than Punk did. Definitely. What do you, you think about this? And is this the end of the feud? I thought it was an awesome match. You know, you figured MJF was going to do, obviously, with some. Some heel tactics and, you know, as sure as shit he did, which was awesome to see. I don't think it is the end of this. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they go into what's the next tribute revolution. And maybe that's where Wardlow finally takes a step and then goes after MJF. And that sets them up for the next few months. And, you know, maybe Punk wins that match and Wardlow ends up screwing, you know, MJF out of the match. And that, like I said, that's what starts them off. So that's why I don't think it's finished yet with everything. But I mean, Overall, you know, awesome match. Like you said, the back and forth the last few months between them has just been great. I mean, this is what ever since Punk got to AEW, this is I think all of us wanted to see with him and MJF. And I think they've delivered, which has been great. So, I mean, that's why I think it's going to go from here. And I'm happy, like you said, MJF definitely needed that win, especially being in Chicago. I mean, how awesome is that in front of Punk's hometown? It's just so good. The perfect heel moment right there. So, top notch all the way. Yeah. I really did. I enjoyed the hell out of it, Nick. I know it's a long match, um, but I mean, but you know, okay. I love long matches. I, I enjoy it, especially with good false finishes, great storytelling. Yeah. It when you have you know two two guys that you know obviously are two of the best in, in their in their perspective field. You can never go wrong. The longer the better, in my opinion. Okay, because I know you're a punk detractor, but you're an MJF supporter. This was good. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Okay. I love and, and I, I look forward. I look forward to the run back to even, even the score, and I look forward to even more when Lord Wardlow smashes them both. Yeah, oh, there we go. And Joey, just for you, because I don't think they're going to gonna go three. I don't think they'll go three. I don't no think trilogy. they're going to go three matches. I think, I think Punk Punk will even it up, but somehow that's where it starts the Wardlow mm-hmm. really turning on, and they'll always have that third match in, in the holster for when one of them's champion, and they could run it back. Fair enough. I love it. Fair enough. All right, so we're recording on a Friday. So SmackDown just aired and Rampage just finished. Um, didn't get a chance to watch Rampage, but um, we did. We did get a couple highlights from SmackDown. So um, pretty much two things. Okay, um, Bill Goldberg. Bill Goldberg. <laughs> it is that time of the year, and I know that it happens to be WrestleMania <laughs> season, but it's usually, I guess you would call it Saudi season. Because maybe yeah, loves them some Bill Goldberg, yes, so they, they they pay up, he shows yeah. up. Uh, Nick, Bill, he's back. He's going to take he on Roman Reigns now. I guess yeah, full circle one. storytelling. A couple of years ago during yeah. the pandemic, he was going to take on Roman Reigns. Um, Roman Reigns, due to hit, due to the situation he was going through at the time, um, for the safety, and I'm happy that he did because. We got the head of the table, and this is the best Roman Reigns we've ever gotten. So, oh, man. more than happy how it turned out. But we're going to finally get that Bill Goldberg Roman Reigns match at Saudi. Now, listen, Bill hasn't always been great in the ring, even through with the better part of his career. 
this is the tribal chief. He does wrestle a different match. I think a match more suited yeah. to the style of Goldberg. Mm-hmm. It was spear, definitely helping spear versus sure. spear. Yeah. That's how you feel. Yeah. Sure. It's gotta be. Yeah. Just because from the fact that I don't, you know, the, the uh, I mean, I love Jack Hammer. One of the, one of the best all time finishes in my opinion. Um, but we, we've noticed over the years doesn't have the same type of strength to get that thing up there. Um, so, you know, you want anyone to get hurt, don't need it anymore at this stage of the game. Um, you know, and, and listen, Bill's got, you know, a little bit left on the deal. So they're just riding out that star power and, and cashing in when they can. Yeah, man. So I, the, you got to respect day, it for they, what it's they worth. Make, you know? They're making the money and Bill brings in the money, I guess. But he, <laughs> I know, did like what he did with Bobby Lashley. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Sure. I thought him and Bobby he cleaned it up at the really, end. He cleaned yeah, it up at the he end. Really gave. I thought it was a really good match. I enjoyed the heck out of that. So I hope. Yeah, listen, I hope we get the same thing with the Tribal Chief, right? That's what we can. Yeah, he, he, Goldberg's a prideful guy. You know what I mean? And you know, I'm sure he reads the rumors and and hears all the stuff that was said. You know, no one wants to go out that way. And he he's a legend. No matter how much we might have bashed him over the last couple of years, you know, you never want to see one of the le- one of the best of all time go out like that. No, yeah. I'll I'll always pop for Goldberg. I just. Be used correctly. That's all I can ever ask. Uh, I, think him and, I think him and Bobby was great. And I, I do think that him and Roman will be good too. As long as they follow that same formula, I have faith. Mm-hmm. I think any, anyone who gets in the ring with Roman these days, you're going to be all right. Because I don't I don't remember really any match Roman was in that was bad other than it would take her at Mania. But that was on Taker, not on Roman. Yeah, that was it. That was, that was the rough match. That's okay. true. Good point. Uh, Tommy, ending the show. Ronda Rousey mm-hmm. chose her opponent. No secret. We said it earlier in the show. She chose Charlotte Flair. So we're going to get mm-hmm. Ronda Charlotte one-on-one. WrestleMania. SmackDown Women's Championship on the line. Um, this is the match that made sense out of the two, right? Between Becky and Charlotte. If if you had a, if you had to pick one. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Like you said, um, Becky most likely going against Bianca for the Royal Women's title. And then this, yeah, I mean... I always felt, I mean, when they had their match, what was it, three years ago before Ronda left, I think that was the match. It was Charlotte versus Ronda, and then Becky got inserted. So I think they want to run that back just to see how the two of them would do against each other. So, yeah, definitely definitely happy she chose Charlotte. So that should be a pretty cool match. Yeah, definitely definitely should be good. Um, you know, I, like I said, you got to tip your cat. Ronda is four months post-baby. And she's yeah, in no, it's also incredible. God bless. That is crazy. Uh, that is a crazy yeah. turnaround, um, but she's an absolute athlete. Uh, she's a fighter. And one thing about Ronda Rousey is no matter what we can say about her on the ring, whether she, I mean, on the mic, in the ring, she will always give you her best effort because that's just herself to that yeah. standard. And I think, um, I think she even made mention. She actually, I think on Twitter called out um, formerly known Ember Moon. Um, I think she goes by Athena on the uh, on the indie circuit. Was the mm-hmm. one training her in in preparation for Rumble, and if I want to be surprised, she'll probably train her in preparation for uh, for WrestleMania. So good for Ember Moon, and she got a nice shot from Ronda Rousey. Man, Ronda Rousey's got still got a following today, even though I know she's not yeah. a part, you know mixed martial arts like she was. That's a pretty good. I mean, shot. She was the big, one of the biggest names in, in mixed martial arts history. Yeah. And ain't going yeah. anywhere. No, and ain't going she's anywhere. about to break Bruno San Martino's record at holding that women's championship too. Hey, you <laughs> never know. Uh, but boys, listen, that was the weekend wrestling again. We didn't get a chance to watch um, Rampage, but um, I'm sure you know Joey will throw some stuff up on the on the uh, on the Twitter machine. But uh, I did want to shout out the winners of our get uh, of our getaway for the for the uh, our Royal Rumble giveaway for the women's Royal Rumble number twenty nine Ronda Rousey at Papa underscore C Dog uh, Chris obviously we sent you your nerd focus one and one as you wanted we appreciate that awesome um, awesome shout out back to us on social media I know Joey reshared it so thank you very much for that we appreciate it and congrats to you my friend um, definitely be a part of future giveaways we have more to come. Um, we will definitely mm-hmm. be doing something. Um, I was talking to Joey. We're going to be doing something a little bit chamber related. You know, there's Ooh, our, cool. there are a couple of participants in the chamber. We might do a little something around the chamber. So a little tease right there, but stay tuned for that. And on the men's rumble, number 30, Matty Weiss at wow. YC33. Um, and I believe he asked Joey for a Wardlow t-shirt. So very good taste, my friend. Very good taste. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, thank you, YC33. Um, thank you at pa- uh, Papa underscore C dog. Appreciate you both. Appreciate everyone who participated. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, JDZ. Sorry, pal. <laughs> Runner up. It could be, <laughs> be only one. But don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll get you an energy drink, pal. You know, I hook you up. 
Uh, but no, everyone, thank you so much for participating in our giveaway. We appreciate it. We had a great time doing it. It was a great concept. I got to give it to Joey. That was his brainchild. He doesn't usually provide birth good things, his daughter and that. Otherwise, everything he's done, <laughs> eh, you know, could be better, right? I mean, he did he, he, he did choose Bull Dempsey back in the day. Anyway, <laughs> all jokes aside, everyone, thank you. Stay tuned for our next giveaway. Looking forward to it, boys. Let's end the show with some MVPs. Let's end that on a good note. Um, I'm going to go first. Give you guys a second. I'm going to MJF, okay? I think his best feud in AEW so far, his best match in AEW so far. He should have won. He did win. I'm happy to see it. MJF, my friend. You are one of the best heels in the business. Keep it going. Don't stop now. Nick, MVP. Gotta be, gotta be Ronda Rousey. Oh, Three Ronda turns, Rousey. Winning the Rumble and then going to take down Charlotte Flair. Three wonderful things that I couldn't have asked for anything better for. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas come early for you, my friend. I love it. I love it. Very good. Ronda Rousey, Nick's MVP. Tommy, we saved yes. the best for last. MVP for you, go, my friend. I'm going to go Roman Reigns kind of getting revenge on Seth after all those years breaking up the shield. Kind of, you know, brought that back with the whole chair massacre, whatever you want to call against him. So I'll go with that. What the hell? Oh, that that yeah. brings his record to 0 and 3. Yeah. <laughs> <Keep him score. laughs> that is true. That is true. 0 and 3. But he won the war. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Boys, this was a great time as always. I appreciate always talking wrestling with you both joey we do miss you looking forward to having you back in the near future but until then hi joey you, three, you do have the three of us um where can you find us of course on our social medias at wrestlebuzz with three z's on instagram twitter and tiktok at wrestlebuzz um wherever you can download podcasts we are there for you again you ask your smart speakers play the latest episode of the wrestling journal podcast and i'll say they will to be politically correct <laughs> I don't want to gender identify uh, the Alexa smart speaker. I don't want to get canceled. Uh, listen, Joey's on thin ice right now, and it might be his wife canceling him. Anyway, everybody, as always, thank you so much for listening and supporting. Everyone, be safe. What is this? What does Joey say? Thank you. Be Stay safe. safe. Take care. Take Watch care. Pro wrestling. There we go. On that note. Good night. Good day. <laughs>